Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic New Media, featuring radio, TV, webinars, and live events worldwide. And today, presenting interviews with Authentic You, with your host, Jeffrey Miller, author, international speaker, and also known as The Interventionist. And now, here's Jeff. Enjoy the show. Well, good afternoon to the world. I am so pleased to be here with you today. I'm actually on holiday, as some of you would say, throughout the world, or as we say, vacation. I'm in the beautiful state of New Hampshire with some very, very lovely friends. I want to thank them for availing their Internet services to us, Rich and Yan Townsend. We thank them worldwide for uh, allowing this show to air this afternoon, and we thank them. Uh, that said, the weather is absolutely gorgeous up here. I got to tell you, we've had some. We, we're, you know, as a lot of people have heard, the rains throughout this country, the U.S. have been nutty. And over this last week, things have opened up, and we've got some beautiful summer weather. Like, you know, for, for mid coming up into well, we mid August already. Who can believe that? But it's been absolutely fantastic this week. And uh, heading back towards the great state of Maine tomorrow. Be back up there tomorrow evening. So, well, thank you for being with us wide on Authentic You Media or Authentic You Radio. And I am Jeffrey Miller, also known as The Interventionist. And I am pleased to be here today. And I will be interviewing a very, very special friend of mine, and a very special lady, Michelle Colin Johnson. And I'd like to tell you a little bit about Michelle. Michelle Colin Johnson is the founder of Two Dream Productions Incorporated. Michelle is a book publicist who specializes in helping authors and speakers get more publicity to sell their books and products. She is referred to as the dream connector in the publicity world. Michelle's passion is connecting people to other people or resources that will lead them in the direction of living their dreams. Because of Michelle's love of her gift to generally connect with and to others, she has been honored to share her journey with organizations such as Chick-fil-A, MetLife, the American Cancer Society, the autism organizations, and has touched many empowerment groups. Along with being interviewed on numerous broadcasting stations worldwide, Michelle's clients have been featured in publications such as Success Magazine, Forbes, Wall Street Journal, NBC, The Huffington Post, Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise, CEO Magazine, and countless others. Michelle's goal is to help as many people as she can live their dream, and in the process, she gets to live her own. A beautiful thought. From boardrooms to packed auditoriums throughout the United States, Michelle is known for connecting with her audience members and conveying to others how to get up even, get back up even, excuse me, when they feel like life has knocked them down. And we all know how that feels from time to time. Through sharing her true life experiences, Michelle leaves the audience with a feeling that no matter what life circumstances are, that you should never, ever give up on your dreams. I am very pleased to introduce Michelle Colin Johnson to the show. Welcome, Michelle. How are you? Good. How are you today, Jeffrey? Absolutely fantastic. I couldn't be better. Absolutely great. Uh, you know, the sun is shining. Uh, my feet are on the ground, actually sitting down presently, but it's been a beautiful day. And, you know, this is just a pleasure to have you with us. And we will also uh, be blessed to have uh, my business partner, Michelle Abro, joining with us during the second half for a bit of the show, which will be fun as well. So, Michelle... Absolutely fantastic. You and I met some time ago, but we've never met personally, in person, I should say, but we've certainly known well enough about each other and through countless friends and acquaintances and Mr. Bob Berg of the Go-Giver Books, etc., for one. And I, I just love what you do, and you help so many people do exactly that. Don't give up on your dreams. Tell us a little bit about that, Michelle, and your background, and how did you get to where you are? How did I get to where I am? Um, I always have a, and I think I shared this with you before, I have a big joke. I, I, people don't always know how they got to where they are today. And I literally can remember the day before it happened what I was doing. Um, 
you know, what I was saying, what I was thinking. I literally fell into being a book publicist um, just by chance. Somebody reached out to me, wanted to write my story, and then next thing you know, they were asking if I could help them in their business to help other authors get opportunities like today, me interviewing with you on the radio, and I said that I would love to. From that moment on, literally, I was a book publicist. So we don't always know, you know, what we're going to do in life um, from day to day. And I, I think that my story is probably living proof of that. I never dreamt that I would wake up one day and be a book publicist. That's that's fantastic, Michelle. I mean, you you know, live the dream, as you say. Uh, founder of Two Dream Productions. Talk to us a little bit about Two Dream Productions. Give give our audience an understanding of that that you do with that. Um, to Dream Productions, I decided to incorporate a business um, in 2010. I was being mentored by Paul Martinelli and Les Brown, and I went on something called a Vision Weekend. Uh, Vision Weekend it kind of gives you a, a roadmap on what you're going to do with your life. I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I, I had this name in my head, To Dream Productions. And so it was around my birthday time in 2010, Paul Martinelli, we had this long weekend together. He's such he's an excellent mentor. And so to get me started, he's one of those people that kind of pushed the bird out of the nest. Do you remember the on Bugs Bunny Roadrunner? Um, I think even when we were kids, they had the little buzzard in the nest, and the, and the mom buzzard said, don't you want to fly out of the nest? And the buzzard was like, no, 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 no. Do you remember that, Jeff? Yes, I do. Yes. Well, that's kind of like how I was. I didn't know where I would land. So what Paul did was he purchased on GoDaddy my name, MichelleColoneJohnson.com, and also to Dream Productions. And he says, I give you two years, Michelle, to, as a goal to do something with those names. And with almost two years to the day, everything kind of felt, you know, fell in place for me. So I always say when you put a dream out there or a goal out there, and you put it in writing like that and out to the universe, and then just kind of let it go and not dwell on it, it always comes back to you. Wow, isn't that beautiful? And, and you know, that law of intention, some people call it uh, many under many different different thoughts, but it's what you put out in intention, and that's what you did. You had a, you had a challenge and a goal, which is so important, and a lot of people are looking at life today and saying, wow, I just don't seem to get to the next level. I don't seem to get there. I just seem to be spinning my wheels in the mud. And I'm just not sure if they realize. And, and you know, if they would realize you've got to set that intention, set it strong, really believe in it. You've got to have the faith. You've got to have the faith to put that out there. And that old saying, like the movie The Secret, the law of attraction, it is a real thing, and it's all the energy flowing in this universe, and we're all energy, and therefore we attract that, and it's it's actually a mindset, and you had a goal. You were given two years, say, so here you go, here's a gift, so it was gifted to you, Two Dream Productions, yourname.com, and you had a challenging goal because you said, ooh, I've got to be accountable, and that's another thing. How many people are really feeling that they're accountable to somebody that they will take and make that that goal, that inspiration, that aspiration actually come to fruition. You've done it, and that's an absolutely beautiful thing, Michelle. And, 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 in, the, and in the interim, you help so many people. And one of the things, of course, that you and I have talked about, along with talking about, again, about the Go-Giver with Bob Berg, and as, as you know and our audience will now know, Bob will be on live with us next week. Mr. Bob Berg, co-author of the Go-Giver series books, and Michelle can tell you more about that as well as we move along through the show. But, uh, you know, it's about giving ahead of yourself and contribution and why we need to do that and having that belief that when you do, the return is 20-fold in, in some instances. And certainly, Michelle, it's been coming up, up roses for you in that direction. The other thing a lot of people would probably love to hear, because it's very, very prominent in our society today, and I'm a little bit off my questioning here, Michelle, but I know it's it's very, very important, as you and I also have a um, an understanding of autism. And uh -huh. you have a daughter with autism, and I have two identical twin brothers with autism, so we have that connection as well. And we don't need to go all into that today, but I want people to know that's part of the reason, part of the connection that Michelle and I have that is so great 
uh, that we have this understanding about this, this, what happens in life for that, and a lot of people are facing that these days. So we'll do something special on another day in another way, folks. But I want to move into talking about the hiring of a book publicist, Michelle. Uh, what, when someone is considering hiring a book publicist, what is the difference between a book publicist and a book publisher? I kind of got a dual question there for you. But uh, <laughs> when should someone really start considering hiring you, a book publicist? I think when you start questioning yourself and you start thinking about it, that's a really good indication that you're at the point in your life or really close to it that you need to hire help, um, whether it be a publicist or whether it be a task person or whether it be both. Um, when you're questioning to the point, do I need this in my work right now, it's a really good indication that you're needing someone to help you out. Excellent. Um, that would probably be me right now. <laughs> I've had a couple <laughs> different formats going on. You know, I've got I've got everything written for for my book, uh, The Change Machine, 21 Days to Change Your Mind, being a strategic interventionist, a hypnotherapist, and a practitioner of NLP, and the program that I put together just a little, little over a year ago in has been doing very well on the private sector with, with clients all over the world. And the next step is to get that book out. And as I, my personal assistant, Emily West Sadler, looked at everything I had and said, wait a minute, what are you doing with all those blogs? What are you doing to connect the dots? Where are you going with all that you write? You know, you write practically every day, and it's, it's two, three, four paragraphs. And if you took all of that and put it all together, you've got, you've got a series uh, for almost three years of writing. Imagine that. So here's, here's me not understanding this stuff, <laughs> trying to teach the old dog new tricks, I guess, not understanding the social media and, and connecting the dots, as Emily, as Emily says it, which is, by the way, the name of her new radio show coming out next month connecting the dots on social media. Uh, but, you know, what are you doing with all this? So I've kind of taken a step back and said, wait a minute, what am I doing with all this? And I've had a challenge thrown at me like you did during that two-year period of getting your name .com and getting into dreamproductions.com. Here I am sitting on all of that material, and, and I have not gotten it out there. So, again, that's leading a contribution. That's gifting it out there. So that's, I think, going to be the first phase and something I will be speaking to you about, Michelle, uh, coming up in the future. Sounds like Emily's more of a consultant than a... She totally um, gets it. And you two connect and, and start talking as well. You'll see that. I mean, she's really got some really good stuff going on with a lot of clients all over the world and helping them with their social media, uh, which is, you know, I you know talk about connecting the dots. How important is that? And I, I didn't get it. Um, you know, and Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and LinkedIn, all this stuff, but I didn't know how to put the dots together and connect, make the, put the lines between them. So now that's a happening thing for me, and this next week I'm really getting heavy duty on that starting on Monday. And I hope to tie that all together so that my audience, my followers, my great people out there in this, this world that love what I write and that that I do in 21 Days Change of Mind, um, you know, will we'll understand and we'll have more information, which is great, which is what I'm about in leading a contribution. So when you talk about a publicist or a publisher, uh, I don't know that I truly understand that all the time. I mean, people have said, well, what about a publicist and what about a publisher? Would you give our, our, our listening audience, Michelle, a little bit more clarity on that? Sure, and that's also a, a very good question that I get asked a lot. A lot of people contact me, and they're like in the stages that you are in, and they do not have a publisher. And what a publisher does is they go out and make sure that you're like in the bookstores, um, on Amazon. They also place you, you know, Barnes and Nobles, and they work hand in hand with somebody like me. I am like a publicist deals with publicity. So we get you booked on radio shows like I am now, and I booked Bob Berg on your show for next week. And then we also seek book reviews. Um, we reach out to media, magazines, you know, different things like that. So while they're very different, we work hand-in-hand, hand, they don't want to do what I do, and I definitely do not want to do what they do. We don't – there's too much in each business, too, you know, in the publishing business. There's a lot of different nets and bolts. And the same way in my business, and neither one of us want to go over into the other one's world. So that's when your gift is really good to use, and you work when you work in hand with somebody and compliment them. 
So um, I'm very blessed to work with Penguin, McGraw-Hill, um, a couple of self-publishers, um, and it's been a lot of fun. Self-publishing is something that's been, been tossed at me as a way to go. And also, uh, for those aspiring authors or those that are authored and have their product ready to go, I highly recommend that, you know, in listening to this show, you do get in touch with Michelle. That said, also, um, you know, what about the e-book situation? Is that something that's really, that seems to be a lot of, on a lot of the minds and a lot of tips of a lot of tongues right now, Michelle. And, and would you work with somebody that wanted to promote the e-book, get going that way first? Uh- yeah, I definitely would. Um, an ebook is, I think they both have their place in our world. Like I hear a lot of people say that, you know, the hard books are going to be a thing of the past, and I don't really believe that. But I also believe that we're moving in modern times. There's so much technology out there that you have to offer something to everyone. It's kind of like, do you prefer Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks? I'm a Starbucks person. Right. Paul Berg is a Dunkin' Donuts person, so you can have options. So even in my world, you know, people, it's a hard book versus a um, a digital, and we have some that prefer both, but there's, a you know, a benefit in both of them. People who prefer reading on the go, I have one radio station, um, they're called um, Moving With Luggage, and they they are constantly moving around with their luggage, literally, and they, they don't have any place to mail their book to. So they prefer a digital copy, to whereas I'm kind of a little old school, and I'm always on the computer, always on the phone, so I prefer a hard copy that when I go into my own world, I can pick up the book, take it with me, go hide out on the beach, and get away from technology. So I, I agree it's, with you. Even if it's, even even if it's on an iPad or, or, or another form of uh, electronic, at least read the book, get the book, you know, yeah. Amazon. Exactly. And that that is that is I you know it's interesting I've heard that too people saying you know the old hard copy book to the paperback is a thing of the past because of the future of electronics and I don't know that I agree with that I I kind of like my little library I grab a book every now and then and I'll pull it up and I'll reread or I'll finish you know maybe I have put it down for a couple of weeks and I pick it back up and I finish another chapter uh, I like being able to do that I I have an iPad I use the iPad a lot for business but I don't particularly use it for you know. Uh, that company, without giving them a lot of advertising here, but uh, you know everybody knows what I'm talking about. You can get books online, etc. So that's all good. It really is, and, and I, I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, I, I talking about the publicist system publisher again. Uh, there is a term, ROI. Exactly what does that mean? It's return on investment. Got it. So, I mean, Yes, yeah, so you'll hear that a lot in, in the business world. You know, what is my return on investment for right. um, whatever I've invested in? So in talking about return on investment ROI, how do you measure the ROI of a book publicist? That is like my favorite question when somebody asks that because a lot of people do not know how to do that. They are maybe stuck in the marketing world where they will – or the sales world where, you know, when – sales happen, you can measure your, you know, your your outcome. You can't really do that so much in a publicist world. So what you have to do is you have to think about how many more people has, it, has my publicist connected me to? You know, how many more platforms am I on? You know, how much has more traffic have I gotten to my website, you know, by having a publicist? Because we can only get you so far. Um, we can get you booked to the radio, and then after that, you're kind of on your own. Not even really kind of you are. From that point on, it is your job to show the host, the producers, the world, and sell them on you. Fantastic. So, I mean, yeah. That, yeah. So, so you must you must work a lot with, with those working in the, in the connecting the dots, so to speak, like Emily, for example, and, and the social media as well. I do, I, and I'm... I work with several different you know, groups of people. I outsource a lot of the stuff that I do because there would be no way I could do it all by myself. So right. it's kind of neat to learn the lingo and the ins and outs of each industry and how they connect with each other. Oh, that's fantastic. So 
Let's go into, there's going to be an A to Z of what a book, you know, you've talked some of it, but I'd like to really uh, get it out to the audience. I mean, there's a lot of folks out there that said, I can't wait to hear this show because I've been so up in the air about this whole thing. And it's like a, it's it's like a uh, it's like a fear factor. I'd be very honest with you. You know, here's here here are these great authors that have this awesome content and whatever it is that's their love and their desire to write about and talk about in their careers, and they just like get to this edge and it's like the screech brakes come on. You know, it's like oh look at that roadblock. We got to lock the brakes up, and they kind of sit there and wait for somebody to remove the barrier, and the barrier is them. The barrier is really them because they don't take their next step. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I was one of those people. There's no question. You know, I said, okay, well, this is great, and I've got this amount done, but I don't have all the pieces to my puzzle. Therefore, I'm going to try to find them myself. You know, it's like on the movie Peter Pan when he ran the, the old fellow there runs around the apartment and says, I think I've lost my marbles, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> quite honestly, I guess he did. But, you know, he, he just kept searching for those marbles. And, uh Whatever that, wherever those, whatever that refers to, whether that's his thoughts in his mind or, in fact, he had a bag, a bag of marbles. Bottom line <laughs> is this: you have a list, so to speak, about what a book publicist really does. Could we get into that a little bit? Uh, um, the first thing um, I'm going to answer, go back and answer the question that you were asking to begin with. You know, when you come to that roadblock, I think the best thing for people to do is what I have heard of called the three D's, and that's learn how to do, delegate, and dump. You do the things only that you can do and you know nobody else can do. You delegate the things that, you know, you can delegate the things that maybe other people can do at a seven or eight and make yourself be okay that they're not going to be the ten that you you do it at, but they're still going to be okay. And that gives you time to go out and, you know, create more business for yourself, you know, do the things that you can only do. And then the last one is dump. Those things that are not going to be beneficial in your life, whether they be, um, as much as I hate to say this, people that are not helping you move to, you know, forward in your dream or towards your dream or towards your goal, um, or whether it be, you know, a cause that you're just hanging on to. Like it could be, I know for me, I get asked a lot to do a lot of different charities. You know, I had to pick two. Every year I pick two that I only give my time to. The rest of the things I had to dump. So that's where the three D commanded, you know, the delegate, do and dump. So that was fantastic. That. Everybody's got their written yeah. down. Say that again for everybody, Michelle, on the three Ds. I want everybody to write it, that down because that's very, very important information right there. That's going to get you through the roadblock. I've got it. Thank you so much, Michelle, for that. That's really, really strong. So everybody absolutely. write that down. Go ahead, Michelle. It's the do only what you can do and nobody else can do in your business. And then delegate would be to delegate the things that you can do at a 10 that maybe others do from about a 7 to a 10 and you be okay that they're not going to be able to do it as good as you do. And then at the end, the things that do not prove your life worthy or that's kind of a little strong statement that are not beneficial to your life they're not adding value to what you do in your dream. You have to dump those. Oh, my gosh. How true is all that, huh? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. i got to give you the three thank yous on that. And, folks, please, <laughs> again, write that down, commit it to memory, keep looking at it twice a day, morning and night. If you've got this roadblock in front of you and you see the lights flashing, danger, danger, there's no danger. Do what Michelle is saying. And wow, thank you, Michelle, for that. And let's let's Absolutely. talk a little bit more. I mean, if you were to, uh, if I'm starting out with you right now, what would be the kind of some of the first things? Okay, I know we 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 you know we barely have an hour left. Of it. Of course, we only got excuse me 36 minutes left. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know where the time goes. <laughs> that's fun. Um, but that said, uh, just a kind of a streamlined thought. What should they do to contact you as far as and I and we will get into contact information, folks, and how exactly to get in touch with Michelle because I'm sure you're going to want to. That said, uh, and, and some of those that she has worked with now uh, over the, the this, this time she's been here, 
as a publicist has been fantastic. And some of the people I, I, I know these people. I don't know them personally. I know of them. I know some of them well enough to speak to. And it's been she got, she's got a great list of people she works with, and, and you all would know these names, believe me. So getting further on to what you do as a publicist, Michelle, uh, and, and then let's talk a little bit about you know. Um, the misconception that people often have when they hire a PR person. Okay. Well, as the first thing I would tell somebody to do if they're ready to hire a publicist is to make sure that you narrow down exactly what you need in a publicist, a book publicist. And because not one of us, you will not find one book publicist that does the exact same thing or that offers the benefits that each one of us offer. For me personally, what I specialize, what my niche is, is I reach out and get booking engagements for my clients. Not booking engagements like speaking engagements, but like interviews on the radio. I do something called a query list. It's by Harrow. Help a reporter out. Peter Shankman started this list, I want to say, in the early 2000s, late 90s. And it's a list that I get three times a day delivered to my mailbox, and it's a list of queries from magazines, radio shows, um, journalists, and they're all looking for people to answer their questions. And then their sources, like my clients would be the sources to answer them. So I do that. I seek book reviews from them. And then I also place them on high-traffic blogs and then magazines. So I do not do TV. Um, and it's because my clients live not only all over the United States but all over the world. But there are some book publicists that do do the TV. There are some that will have you picked up in a limo. Um, so there are several different things that I don't do. I'm, my niche is strictly the booking of the radio shows, the reaching out with the queries, um, you know, the follow-up, the emailing. So when you hire a book publicist, basically what you're paying for is our time to do the stuff that you've delegated us to do so you can do something else. Fantastic. Great, great, great information. Oh, and, you know, I agree with you again on that. Uh, I, I don't want to necessarily pay for a limo. Um, thank you. <laughs> Maybe, you know, for the right reasons. However, uh, when I'm getting a book out, I'm very happy to get there how I can get there. If I'm going to be doing a book signing, et cetera, and, and that PR, you know, the, the PR is what's important, getting to the location and doing it. How I get there, I'm not overly worried about. But so that's great. That's great. I mean, there's plenty of places to spend money and not necessarily there, but some may want to. That's their choice. And um, what would be the one thing that you would want to put out to everybody right now as far as that, that one thing that an author should really, really, really remember? Process? I think that you should remember that opportunity is not easy. I recently watched a video of Ashton Kutcher and he and he addressed I think it was the the teen awards and he said that opportunity is not easy opportunity is work and I loved how he phrased that for people to remember that and I think the, the other two things he mentioned was one was the word sexy he said you know sexy is just not being beautiful on the outside Sexy is being kind. Sexy is being generous. Um, so I, I really enjoyed the video, you know, that I saw for him. I think I saw it yesterday. And then he said, living life. He said, don't just live your life, create a life. And I have to absolutely agree with him that if people do those, remember those three things, you know, opportunity, sexy, and living life, and what the true definitions of those are, I think that you will have it down pat to be an author as long as you're doing the things that you have to do in order to meet all those expectations. That's fantastic. Yeah, I didn't see that, but I, he's pretty good that way. And uh, how true is that? I love the definition of sexy. I mean, you're absolutely right. He's absolutely right as well, and I would agree. And I would talk about... I love how you are branded, so to speak, the Dream Connector. Now, how did you get did that? that? That is a great title. That just happened to be a fluke as well. Um, I think a lot of times in our life that the most wonderful things are the things that just happen. And they just happen because you're, you're being who you authentically are meant to be. 
for me, I think ever since I was a little girl, I loved connecting my friends on the playground. Then I went to being a teenager, well, I loved connecting my friends to a job offer. And then as an adult, I love connecting people in business to other people um, to help them live their dream. So um, we were trying to brand me, um, the publisher, and also I had a web guy at the time, and they said, well, what are you known for doing? And for the life of me, I could not think of it. And so they start walking through all the things that I do, and both of them in the same day said, well, we both think that you are a dream connector. You connect people to their dreams. And then we joked around about it, and I never would have thought that would have been my brand, but that's what ended up happening. I ended up being called the dream connector. That's fantastic. And, and you know, it's your intuitive level of listening to the client, putting the pieces in the right place, their pieces of their puzzle, and getting them connected to their dream. Wow, isn't that awesome? That is really really awesome. So, I mean, how does that feel to you when someone refers to you by that name? It's got to feel pretty good. Uh, It's I guess it's a surreal feeling. You just don't know how to quite convey it. But I find the biggest pleasure and the biggest excitement when somebody says, oh, my God, my book publishers connected me to Forbes magazine or, you know, I'm going to be on the Ellen show or, you know, just any kind of nice little thing that somebody says that I know I've played a very small role in, whether it be a phone call or just transferring an email to them. It makes me feel really good and I think almost to a selfish point because I then live for those moments of making other people feel good. Uh, so fantastic. And and that feeling is awesome. And I have those I coach that have uh, thoughts about feeling that way and thinking they have too much ego. And I said, no, too much ego is uh, when you think only of yourself and you are not putting yourself in contribution to other people. And therefore, you're totally one way. You're all about you and nobody else. You've got your blinders on. Your glasses are on, and you see nothing else but that that reflects upon you, and that's what feeds you. That's ego. And there is a sense of that that really you need some form of feeling good. It's one of, it's our emotions that we go to, and we're entitled to those as spiritual beings in human form. And uh, how many times have I been asked that question, well, wait a minute, is that not ego? How many times have I been spoken to about gifting and contribution you know, gift what you need, or talking about the go-giver and the way the book is set, established and, you know, actually getting to that point. And those of you that have not read that book, we're going to talk about it a little bit. I want to preempt on with Bob for a second and, and talk a little bit about the book. Uh, and Bob will be talking exclusively about it next week, as Michelle is his publicist. And that said, people have got to come to that understanding. You know, if you are gifting and contribution, if you are giving ahead of yourself, if you are thinking of other people first, serving their needs, and that doesn't mean you're a slave, it doesn't mean you're a servant, it means you are thinking about other people first. Are you really thinking about them first? And that is the bottom line. And if everybody would think about that for a minute, just take a minute and think about that. Am I serving? Am I gifting a contribution ahead of myself to the benefit of another? Let me tell you, that's what it's all about. It is really what it's all about. And that's what's going to be told and explained next week when we talk about Bob Berg and the book, the book that he co-authored with John David Mann. That's absolutely phenomenal. Could we talk about that a little bit, Michelle, how that came about? Uh, you know, we, we're getting into it heavy duty with Bob, as I mentioned, and I want our audience to be ready, raring to go next week at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, for Mr. Bob Berg to be on the show. Thank you, Michelle. As his publicist, you've made that connection. There you go, doing your job. Uh, talk a little bit about that and that book and how that, that is, that's so phenomenal and how that feels to you in your life. I absolutely love The Go-Giver and the principles that Bob teaches because I know it's played a big part in my life. And it's not so much as um, worded as serving others, like you say. Bob believes is that you give more in value than you take in payment, that in the end you are going to benefit. You, There is no way that you are not going to have everything else that you want because people are always going to remember that. There, you know, He has this 
quote that he always uses, people do business with who they know, like, and trust. If you're giving them more value than you're receiving in payment, then why would they not want to continuously use you or refer you out? How beautiful is that? How beautiful is that? That is what it's all about. And there's a word called altruism. And people are not aware of it. Our society today isn't overly aware of it because we have gone down another road, so to speak, of that I have to get up in the morning, I have to go to work, I have to feed my family, I have to take care of me, I have to take care of my loved ones, and I've just got to do that, and I've got to get through this day, and then I've got to drive home in the traffic, and I've got to get to dinner, and then I've got to get out to a meeting or go to the PTA or whatever, and you don't overly think. And it's all in the mind. You don't think about, yes, you, you, you're a great person. We all are. How often do we truly think about stopping for a second and helping that other person, helping them, leading in that contribution, as you mentioned? I mean, <laughs> say that again for everybody, Michelle, exactly what it is. Well, it's Please. not so much as you're giving a contribution because Bob definitely tells you that you deserve money. You deserve to get paid for your services. But also, you also owe it to the person that you're contributing your, not contributing your service to, that you're giving your services to in return for payment. They deserve value. So you're giving them more value than you accept in payment. And in return, as your tenfold, you were talking about your twentyfold, it comes back to you. And Bob is one of the big reasons I am a book publicist today and the reason I am where I am in my life. And there's no, you know, there's no, um, everyone always knows Bob is my favorite person. Um, I always brag about that. I love Bob Berg. He's, you know, we have a big joke that he's my favorite person in the whole wide world because he is, he walks and talks the walk like, like you don't hear most people do, and he is the go-giver. He is the principal behind the book. Absolutely, absolutely. He's continually the go-giver. I'm going to have the pleasure to meet him. I think it's next month in Massachusetts. He's going to be speaking to a large group of realtors, and I'm doing my darndest to get my schedule coincided with getting down there <laughs> to outside the city so Bob and I can shake hands. And we're hoping to go grab a bite to eat, and we hope it's in New England seafood, of course. You know, So that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Arbo, the founder of Authentic U Media, might just be right here and ready to say hello. Good afternoon, Michelle. How are you? Well, thank you for the intro, Jeff. Yes, yeah, so I thought I'd jump on the last half uh, hour. I've been kind of watching the switchboard from behind the scenes and listening in intently, and uh, so I might well, to start asking you some questions, Michelle. <laughs> sure. Yes. Okay, well, I want to know more about your book and, and all that. I mean, I know I haven't really done a lot of research on you, but Jeff's spoken so highly of you that you're one of the best publicists out there. So I really am keen to know what, what this book is all about. And can you tell us more? Um, the book that I put out there, it's an e-book, so and I only have it in a digital format. And it's basically a guide for authors and speakers, and it walks them through the different things they need to know before they go on the radio show, before they put themselves out in media, um, different tips they should do, um, like think of others. Like one of the things that I say in the ebook is I'm very big. A lot of authors come in and the first thing they say is, I want to be on Oprah or I want to be on Ellen, you know, um, and my word for that is good luck with that, toots. You know, and I say it kind of funny um, because that's not going to happen until they know who you are. So, you know, it's opportunity. The opportunity you have to take is building your platform, building your name, because the bigger names are not just going to fall in your lap until they know who you are. And then you won't have any problems because you won't have to be worrying about, hey, what about me? How am I going to get my name out there? It's all about me. Because they're going to be knocking on your door saying, hey, I've heard about you. Tell me more about you, and then I don't want to interview you. It's so true, Michelle. I have to say, platform is everything, and I learned that the hard way, and it took me a very long time 
to build my platform. So I'm, I, you know, I I get you on that one, and I think it's one of the best points to make with um, speakers or anyone starting out and wanting to promote something or promote a book or promote themselves. Platform is everything, and even in the publishing world, I've noticed. Uh, you know, I've got two books coming out myself, and they really look at the platform before they look at the book, which is, you know, in a way, it's kind of sounds backwards, but if you don't have the platform, you're not, you know, they, they're not interested because you're not going to sell the product. So, it, you know, that is, to start the book out that way or to say that the book is mostly about, you know, platform, platform is huge. I mean, you're really, I guess I have to agree with Jeff when he says you're one of the best publicists out there because not every publicist focuses on that. And uh, I think it's, as intently as you do, and I think that is huge. That's like the pivotal key. But now also, um, like I make sure, I, I just don't accept any client on. I have to keep my clients aligned with the current clients that I have. So another thing that people forget about is you have to be ready to have a book publicist. Like you have to have your website done. You have to have content written. It just doesn't, just because you hire a book publicist doesn't mean, okay, I'm done. My book publicist will handle everything. We're just kind of setting you up for success. We lead you to the water, but we can't make you drink. And like I was telling Jeff earlier, once you get there, you know, we can give you all these, open all these doors for you, but it's up to you to walk through them and impress because we can't go on the interviews for you. Although sometimes I do go on interviews for my clients. If they land on the Ellen or the Oprah or something like that, I'm going to be there to cheer them on. If they, for instance, are booked on on a radio show and then they get this opportunity with Ellen, I always make a big joke. Um, I say, don't swap up for the bigger, better deal. But if you get on something like that, I can assure you the host will not be upset if you have to cancel. But I will go in on your place and we'll talk about it on the show. So you'll have double coverage then. Well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. So, Michelle Abo, talk a little bit about your two books and let let Michelle Johnson know what you've got out there. And, and actually, I, I have to I have to apologize. I really need to introduce you a little bit more to our audience. They should know, but however, Michelle Abo, and along with being the Authentic You Media, Authentic You Radio, also known as the Celebrity Numerologist. As I'm concerned, one of the best I've ever worked with in numerology, and I didn't know a whole lot about numerology. But Michelle gets right down on an intuitive level to really reading the God Code, and she tells you why numbers are so important in your life. And if you think about your life, numbers are your life. So we don't have a whole Her new show is launching very, very soon, by the way, Life by the Numbers. So that's going to be coming up real quick. But uh, Michelle Arbo, go ahead. Well, I want to gear this toward Michelle because I think, you know, her being in PR, and I just, I guess I, I wanted to share a little bit about what I know of PR and just listening to what Michelle has said and just, you know, really being, just kind of nodding my head because, you know, the things she's been saying. So, you know, I I ended up getting kind of a backwards deal with my books. I ended up getting a publisher for my first book before I got the literary agent, which is a little bit backwards, but it was all about the platform. Again, it's, mm-hmm. you know, building that platform and uh, all that stuff. So I got the publisher, then I got an agent for the second one. And, um, you know, I, I think it's... Uh, and I've had publicists before, and I have one now, and, you know, it's the running joke that, you know, publicists get paid for nothing, and they do nothing, and those kinds of things. But, I, you know, I definitely think that you're very authentic in what you're doing with the PR world and, you know, promoting your clients, and I, you know, I really love that. So I may have to connect with you because my publicist is in <laughs> Canada, and I'm looking to move to the U.S. soon, and so I'm needing something uh, or someone, such as yourself, that is a little bit more far-reaching, if you know what I mean, um, definitely. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of books coming out, and uh, I have to agree that it's just um, platform, platform, platform. And um, the other thing I wanted to say, and, I, and I'm sure you resonate with this too, is that especially I know certain clients are very niche-oriented where they're, you know, like myself, it, it took me a very long time to kind of get it balanced with the media and try to figure out how do I get my foot in the door with the bigger the bigger dogs, you know, because uh-huh. they really have a broader audience to protect and they have, you know, some of them are traditionally religious. Well, and, you know, some of the stations that I've been on were very conservative. And so I've had to model my brand around a very practical image of what numerology was about. So I think 
um, that's another key point, I think, with the media is that you really, in order to get on Oprah or to get on Ellen and those kinds of bigger media platforms, um, you, you kind of have to be a little bit more mainstream in your message. And uh, once in a while, you know, you'll get a taboo person on there. But, you know, most of the time you're not going to have a Sylvia Brown on Oprah or something like that. So uh, that's been one of my keys with the, the public publicity and, the you know, all of the PR stuff is just, been keeping it practical, keeping it real, keeping it authentic, and so it's been kind of the key word. But, you know, next year is really going to be a strong focus on authenticity with the seven-year, and, you know, one of your clients you were mentioning, Bob Berg, I mean, he's totally authentic. So, And, and it's so great, and I love hearing that, that you really keep a, a client list that is in alignment with each other, because that is so important, I think, you know, the energy to kind of the same way that we do this with Authentic U Media is that we want hosts, we want people that come together to form a greater energetic web. So so it's really great that you do that because I know there's a lot of publicists out there that will just accept anyone and anything as long as you're willing to fork over the cash. So I think it's um, really great how you're approaching things and uh, I have to thank Jeff again for finding someone who is authentic in the PR world because that's kind of unheard of. And you know, like I say, there's always a running joke with PR that they're they're snakes in the grass, or they're, you know, that that's the kind of category, I guess, where um, they have to prove their worth, kind of thing. You know, so it's really great to hear that you're so. And it goes back to the law of attraction, Michelle Arbo. Uh, you know, those that are sending the message out that they are truly authentic. There is no smoke. There are no mirrors. And you walk your walk, and you talk your talk, Michelle Coleman Johnson. You do that. Uh, from the moment you and I first communicated, I, I at an intuitive level, base and and also in a business level, seen that. Also knowing your client base now, as you and I have gone over to who would be wanting to, in fact, be interviewed, you, you've got a list of authenticity there. And starting with Bob next week, how fantastic! Bobo, you're exactly yeah. right. It shines. It shines. Congratulations, yeah, Michelle Johnson, because you know you're really doing that, and it's and it you know I often said to people in in interviewing hosts for this network, which both Michelle Argo and I do, um, there's sometimes we say no, I'm terribly sorry, and it's just not in line with that that we offer in this broadcasting. You've got to be that authentic person. You've got to have it. And no offense to you if you run your business a different way or you run your life a different way, but we, we sense it, we feel it on the intuitive level. So, awesome. Totally awesome. Yeah, I definitely believe you have to be that authentic person. And I I get books sent to me all the time. You know, on a weekly basis, I probably read three to four books a week. And there, there might be ten people um, that reach out to me in a week's time and I only pick two or three books, you know, from the week for them to be a client. They absolutely have to be at the level in you know that I accept. So it doesn't mean that they're not great authors, but they have to be in aligned with the clients that I have. Because as long as I keep that rule, then my clients are going to come back project after project after project and refer me to the same like-minded people. And the money's great, but value, as we go back to that is so much more important than the dollar because the money will come as long as you're offering the value. Exactly. Exactly. Michelle Abo, talk about your ebook, by the way, while we're on that subject. It's one I think that Michelle Colin Johnson probably should hear about as well. Well, I was just sitting here thinking about that. I was thinking, I wonder what her numbers are. Because <laughs> everyone I meet, I just thought, well, she seems very authentic and very real, which is rare in the PR world. So I thought, I'm just very curious now as to what her numbers are. So we're going to have to connect. You'll have to email me your date of birth if we don't really have time to do it on the show. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've got an ebook. It's It's all about the numbers, um, a 44-page guide to kind of take you through step-by-step how to do your own numbers and find out what your life path is. And I always say numbers are kind of a way to see the unseen world. So it's really a book to show you who you are, what you're here to do, and how to do it. So really that's that's how I look at numbers. They're kind of like um, ways to see the energetic patterns that make up all things. And there's all kinds of ways to do it. I mean, obviously, even astrology. And I spoke with someone the other day who said the same thing. It's like, well, I had an astrology reading. And it's very similar to what you're saying. It's confirming a lot of things. And I said, of course, because it's 
just another way to see the energy. So for me, it's more science and quantum physics than anything. So I would bet, Michelle, that you've got a very authentic energy. You've probably got a lot of sevens, which is the truth seeker. You know, I definitely think you're, you're all about authenticity because it's, it really seems to resonate with me. and you, it, I can feel it in your energy, so I'm sure you're that, uh, or you have a lot of that energy, or maybe you're a ten. I don't know, but I'm very curious. <laughs> so we'll have to um, do that for sure. Jeff and I were talking a, a couple of weeks ago. You know, number two plays a. It's, it doesn't have anything to do with my birthday or anything, but two is always consistently in my life and throughout, like my business. To Dream Productions is not T W O. It's the number two. Everything oh, seems really? to happen in two weeks. Oh, so wow! Can you tell us what the number two means, like offhand? Absolutely. Well, that makes sense to me because you you support so many people, right? I mean, as a publicist, mm-hmm. but as an authentic publicist, you you're the support. For, that's what you do for your clients. And mm-hmm. two is the number of intuition and sensitivity, but it's also the number of cooperation, peace, support, harmony. It's that energy of the new age, right? If you think about the previous century, we were under the nine energy in the 1900s. So it was all about money, power, greed, ambition, idealism, all that stuff that built that whole empire of money, right? Because even money vibrates to the nine. So everyone in, their, in, in that century that was born carried the nine which is the number of ambition and idealism. So now we're in the 2000s, so it's all about the new age dawning. It's that that energy that most resonates with the soul, and it says, I support you. I'm in cooperation with you. So it's just uh, beautiful that you see that everywhere because that's really what you do for people. But two is really authentic energy because if you think of these kids being born today who have multiple twos rather than those nines that we all carried because we all have at least one nine in our date of birth. So we're kind of the fire energy. We're the trailblazers. And then these kids uh, with the multiple twos, they're the ones that are being labeled as autistic because they're so hypersensitive and they see the world in a different way. But they are also very much more of a um, in alignment with the soul's energy. So they're very authentic in a way. They will say things. They will be, you know, very transparent. So it's a very transparent kind of energy. It's, it's a, you know, like I say, it's it's really almost an energy that means authenticity. So I just I love it that it's following you. Yeah, um, uh, we were just curious. We were, he said that you'd be able to answer that if we had time, and I so I thought it'd be a great time since we were on the subject of exactly, um, you know, what the number two meant. And um, later on, we'll have to get more discussion on how it became a, a play into my life, and um, I would like to know more about the meaning of it. To be honest with you, it's very fascinating to me. Well, the numbers, like I say, is like an energetic language, right? So it's like. Um, if you could kind of say it's like the language of the universe, really. I mean, every number in existence is created with the numbers of one to nine and also zero, which is more of a symbol than a number. So it is kind of like, you know, I always say to people, they're like entities to me in a way, because if you could turn, you know, pull back the fabric of the universe, you could see like a number or digital code, I think. You know, it's like our DNA um, is a code, but also our date of birth is like spiritual DNA. Right, mm-hmm. so any numbers or patterns that we're seeing, and it seems to be such an increasing thing where everyone's seeing these numbers and these repeating patterns, and it's it's the language of energy revealing itself to us because it really is. I mean, the world is mathematical. I mean, even the human body is so mathematical, right down to our heartbeat. It it beats at a certain rhythm and a certain pace, and it's mathematical. And so it's interesting that. Uh, so many people are seeing certain number sequences, but not everyone's seeing the same. You know, I see 1111 all the time, and you see it too. So it just depends on who you are and what messages you're getting. Very interesting. Well, thank you for sharing that with me because it has been a very, um, it, it just makes people wonder, you know, why do I see that? Why is it such a big part of my life? Um, what role well, is it going to play? What does it mean? I w- yeah, and, you know, I wanted to say the word authentic, which is going to be a huge buzzword over the next while, for sure. I mean, I'm thankful that I have this network, Authentic Media, because I think it's really going to take off in the next year because we're heading into a truth year, which is the seven, the truth seeker. But the word authentic vibrates to the number 11, and one plus one is two. So there you go. I mean, that's what that's why you're seeing the two is because you are authentic. And I think that, you know, the work you're doing with others is, you know, it's just kind of a reminder or a message to say, you know, you're headed in the right direction. Because really, I mean, if you look at, I think it's Doreen Virtue. She's got a book called Angel Numbers. And that was one of the first books that I really 
took a shine to before I really dove into numerology. And the uh, multiple twos says everything's working out, everything's okay, that kind of energy. So it's really kind of you seeing the two is reassuring that what you're doing and how you're doing it, how you're approaching your business and your model of business is authentic. So I love your phrase. The, the coin, the coin phrase took a shine too. I'm gonna have to borrow that from you, um, <laughs> and use that. I always pick a phrase from somebody. It seems like um, during the week, so I'm gonna have to coin phrase you next week. Took a shine too. Be, I love it. It might be a Canadian thing. It might, you know, I'm, I'm from Canada, so it's um, <laughs> we have some quirky sayings. So maybe that's where it's coming from. But uh, yeah, <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> take it and it run. Sounds pleasant. Yeah, you know, it sounds like um, when you think of um, shine, you think of gold. Jewels, mm-hmm. um, and of course, that makes women happy. You know, gold and jewels and you know shiny objects. So that's what it makes me. Makes it's a happy word. Took a shine too. I like that. Well, there you go. Yeah, how awesome <laughs> is that, huh? <laughs> so yeah, El uh, Abo, when you get your show up and running, we'll have to have Michelle Cohen Johnson on your Absolutely. show. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure. Talk more yeah, about the li- you know life. Life by the numbers is really, like I say, leading life by numerical means, you know, as a guide. Because there's so many people seeing number sequences that I use numbers every day in my own life to just guide me to, towards decisions and towards, uh, you know, what should I do next. And I'll usually see a numerical sign. So it would be really great to have you on the show and we can talk about that too a little bit more and say, okay, why are you seeing that too? It's a message, you know. And there might be other numbers too that, especially when we look at your date of birth, there might be a little bit more in-depth hidden message as to why you're seeing that too, which is the, also the number of authentic. So I love it. Well, I can tell you, you're going to Michelle Johnson. You're going to be amazed when you re, when your numbers are read because I just was like, okay, fine, do it. Go ahead. Michelle Arbo is my business partner, and, a, and yeah, sure, do that for me. I, I'd enjoy that. And I was going, huh? And my mouth was hanging open. She couldn't see me. We were on talking on Skype. I was like, I am what? And I, Excuse me? It, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. But it explained so much that I didn't understand about the why things are happening in life, especially as we move up in this in this of what's going on with the shift of this universe, this world, you know, of, of the earth, things that are changing in uh, all this awareness that's coming forth and people are awakening, as we say. So it's pretty amazing yes. stuff. Well, I have and to say, Jeff, I, I wanted to say, uh, Michelle, you're like a breath of fresh air because I, I've been very leery about publicists and you know publicity and all that stuff, and I know how important it is, but I've shoveled a lot of money into publicity that's gotten me nowhere, and most of my interviews I've gotten on my own, which is ironic. So it's you know, you're like a breath of fresh air to me, and I think... Um, that's why you're you're successful and you're attracting really great clients because you are doing it in such an authentic way. So thank you for that, and I will be in touch with you, absolutely. Well, I look forward to hearing from you. I, I like to always say I don't like to over-promise and under-deliver. Um, when you do that, it just leaves a bad feeling for everyone. Um, so like I said before, um, you know, it's not all about the money. The money will come. I, I think more people that realize that, then they'll be able to serve those that they serve better. And that's kind of the philosophy that I've tried to implement into my life, into my business. And the money does absolutely come. Um, so there's nothing wrong with wanting money and expecting it to come. It's just how you go about getting it. Oh, wow. What a great what a great way to explain that, Michelle. Jen, thank you so much for that. An audience, you know, take those words and, and then do not forget to dial in next week. Eastern. A Berg, the Go Giver books. I'm going to tell you, it is going to be phenomenal. Uh, Michelle can tell you, I can tell you, and Michelle Abro can tell you, but you've got to be here and, and hear this. This this is going to be fantastic. Well, Johnson, we're down to like a minute and a half of show left. This is. Jeff, you're cutting out a bit. I just wanted to just uh, let the, get, or the listeners know again, because you're, you're cutting in and out. So Bob okay. Berg is going to be on next week. So I wanted to make sure all the listeners know this, because I know you kind of cut in and out there. So please okay. do tune in. Um, Jeff has talked amazing things about him, and I, I'm really excited to hear what, what he's all about. I haven't really followed his work, but I hear he's one of the greats. 
So please do tune in next week for that. And, yeah, we're down to about a minute, so I want to thank you, Michelle, for being on. And um, like I say, you're a breath of fresh air, and you're really doing great things with the work you're doing, and it's all about changing the models. So I think you're changing the model of what it means to be a publicist and promote people. You you truly are a support rather than um, you know what we traditionally think of when we think of PR. So it's really great. Thank, thank you, Michelle. Can hear me now, uh, Michelle Johnson. Real quick, uh, we we'll get about thirty seconds. Go ahead and give your contact info. Um, you can go to www.michellecolonejohnson.com. And um, Cologne is spelled C-O-L-O-N, and then Johnson with no space in between. So it's michellecolonejohnson.com. Fantastic. And, and again, thank you for me, Michelle Cologne Johnson, and Bravo. And with that, thank you folks for being with us. Authentic U Media, Authentic U Radio. Until next week, I am Jeffrey Miller, the Interventionist. Have a beautiful week. Thanks for being with us, folks. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.